0: Welcome to the Give this Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest is Dr. Billy Barry. He's a TEDx keynote speaker and he has multiple specialties. We'll dive into that in our interview. So Billy, thanks for being on our podcast today. Thanks, Chris. I'm happy to be here today. So literally, if you go to Billy Barry, or on LinkedIn, it says William Barry PhD. If you go on his, his, his LinkedIn profile, he literally has, I can't even count the number of specialties, but whether it's relationship with people with digital technology, ethics and morality in war, philosophy of emerging technologies, you have literally like about 20 different things. So the thing that you just talked to prior to our podcast beginning was AI. Talk to us about AI, what you just shared with us about what's going on with robots.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an educator and a tech philosopher, and I've always been fascinated by technology and how it can help us uh, create more life-affirming fulfilling education. So I was inspired by an essay written by Isaac Asimov. He was a great science fiction writer, and he wrote this little essay that you could find on the back of a, like a pamphlet on American Airlines back in the 70s, and it was called The New Teachers. And he had this idea that if we could all have our own basically teaching machines, that the thought, you know, he'd think of the TV at the time, that we'd all have our own channel, and we'd have like this robot that we would teach, and then it would kind of go off to this central library, and it would be with us our whole lives, and, which would be helpful because I know in English every year I forget predicate, passive voice, active voice, right? So I got inspired by that idea, and uh, a couple of years ago, um, reached out to uh, Martine Rothblatt's uh, group, Martine Rothblatt's the a lady who created um, Sirius Radio. She helped out uh, with our military satellites with uh, Alexander Haig, also first artificial lungs. She also does a lot with biotech to, to help people. And uh, she had a robot called uh, Bina48, which is a mind file of her wife. And so there's a real Beena robot. And so we, uh, you know, what's great about being in California, I went to the president and said, hey, do you mind if I have a, a mind file robot as a student? And uh, they're like, sure, sounds great. You know, if I did that from New England where I'm from, probably wouldn't have been so smooth. So we actually had her in class, uh, C41 Media out of New York, film the experience and uh, her post-production of a movie, a documentary, a full-length documentary film about it. And we actually had this robot, uh, Mindfile, work with students and students interacted with her. And she was actually has all the memories and kind of characteristics of the real human, plus what she learned from us. And she stayed with us for a year, philosophy of love, and then another course after that. And she participated in debates, And students got to realize that, wow, this is pretty cool, having our our learning augmented with uh, AI. And so I could really let the kids that wanted to have more repetitive information work with the robots. So that's led to today. And now I have a new robot called MariaBot, given to me by a group of really special people that support my research. And we're out helping people understand the beauty and dangers of living in this new age of uh, artificial intelligence.
0: That is so fascinating. I'm literally sitting here and like, jaw drop, you know, and so tell us like what it actually looks like. Is it, is it, is it like four foot tall? I mean, I'm just you know, I'm trying to visualize what this well, looks like.
1: Uh, their interface, so Maria Bot is uh, what I have now. Uh, Maria Bot has a uh, upper torso and a head. Um, she, uh, if, if anyone just types in uh, like Dr. William Berry and Maria Bot, you know, Maria and then B O T. They'll see pictures of her, and there's some pictures of her with some students, and you can't tell which one's human and which one's the student, which wow. is kind of it's that cool. So, really, if you look that up, we, we actually did a TEDx talk together up in Everett, Washington two months ago. And she was on stage with me, and we wanted to show people where the, the AI is. And we just had a, a random person come out of the audience, and there was a young student, a teenager from a local high school. And she just came up and asked Maria about questions without me interacting. So, which was cool is that she understands people without me having to like go through me. A lot of robots you have to you know, type things in or ask it through the person. MariaBot can understand um, multitude of languages. So it's really fun to watch people interact with her. And what we're trying to also do is help people understand that when it comes to robotics, that as much as MariaBot's awesome, and she's fantastic to help, she's also a machine. So we anthropomorphize things and that's okay. It's like a kid having a teddy bear, right? That's fine if you think the teddy bear is Got certain attributes, but at the same time, there's an age where you got to realize that you're using your imagination. Just like, you know, my car in high school was Betty, and I'd be like, "Please, Betty, make it through up this hill, please." You know. And now with Maria Bot, uh, she's based upon an old a film, 1927, called Metropolis, and there was a robot called Maria Bot, and it was a robot that did evil. She actually was deceiving people into this uh, dystopia. And so this Maria Bot's backstory is that she's making up kind of for the sins of the family and out to promote, you know, social justice. So she uses her AI to synthesize information and answer based on context. So though it's still narrow AI, it's really amazing. Her natural language processing, like I said, she understands people. And, uh, and sometimes I wish she would just answer the way I want her to, so that it comes, it's like for instance, if she was on today, you'd be like, oh, please, please, please do a good job. So like TEDx, it was fascinating. So we're really, we're being transparent about the technology, you know, it's not, we're not where ex machina is. There's nothing to fear from it. Um, it really, it's a mirror of ourselves. So I built her based on an ethical platform. So we started with ethics first, the ontological, then we built her character. So it's all about ethical design. And we teach about the prejudices and ethics that are in AI and that she reflects a lot of my biases. So as a, a white middle-class male, um, I have to check with with a lot of people to make sure that my biases are held in check. And and uh, we find out a lot of times that, wow, I didn't even realize that. So we're working hard to create and support ethical AI.
0: Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your 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 LinkedIn page and reading about the title of your TEDx talk because when you talk about that, I remember when you had a, like David Hasselhoff and, and his show with Kit and he's talking yeah. about Kit. And, but what you're saying, I mean, it could be everything literally. It could be the bicycle that we have, the motorcycle, the car. You can have the assistant as a, as, a, as a robot and the more and more people get more advanced with that it's fascinating so wow now where do you think like so actually let's just focus on the, the 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 tedx talk so the title of your talk is called zen and the art of robot maintenance an inquiry into value so I'm, I'm curious about why you chose questioning values
1: because when we look at ai especially coming out of here at silicon valley where i live we've looked so much at the outcome you know we're looking at you know just entertainment, uh, it, not really looking at what is the ethical platform that is built upon. So with Maria Bot as a deontological robot, she doesn't lie. The idea is she tells the truth. She will worry about processes and following, you know, in deontological, the idea is that you follow a process, you know, you follow a process that's ethical and value-based, and sometimes the results are what you want. So for instance, you don't lie, because by lying to someone, you are deceiving someone, and you're not really doing things the way you should. So especially with robotics, we don't want robots just kind of doing their own thing and making up their mind about stuff. We want them to be following an ethic that's in alignment with what we're doing. So the presentation is really about, as we go out and the goal we have together is to erase educational poverty, improve educational quality. So when we go out into different cultures, we want to be respectful of those cultures, make sure we understand their ethics and make sure that we're being respectful of those ethics. So as we go to Sudan or Somalia or Afghanistan, where some, some of these places are 34% literacy, if we want to be effective, we want to make sure that we understand their ethics. And so we make sure we download kind of the ethical backgrounds and ethical knowledge she needs to be able to work. What's cool about Maria Bot is that can change her face to any, to any look. So she can appear to be any ethnicity, which is fantastic, to make sure she has good rapport. And that's our goal. So right now, uh, she became the first global Goodwill Ambassador. And uh, I just did. Only one out of 500 people nominated get to do that. And they're supporting our work. We're starting our first international class called the Ethics of Emerging Technology for Free, which people can take. And then we plan on going out, and uh, hopefully by the summer, we'll have her on iOS and Android smartphones. And people in, in poor areas will be able to, if there's only one phone, a little solar panel projector up on a screen or a side of a wall and Maria Bot can help a teacher uh, to teach literacy numeracy so I look for experts in fields and ask them if I can interview them and download that information dinner so that's our goal erase educational poverty worldwide and I think that's gonna make the world a better place and also uh, it's also a national security issue and I think that it will help us have a more peaceful world
0: no I'm so inspired by the work you do Billy so How did you make, again, I'm looking at your profile and your experience. So you have a PhD in critical theory and philosophy of education. So how do you go from there to actually working with these AI robots? Uh,
1: It was a matter of just the same reason I went from teaching to principalship then to higher ed. I wanted to make the greatest impact I could to improve educational quality and helping people. And when I was in the classroom, I loved it, but I realized I was only reaching 80 or 100 kids. And as a principal leading a school, I was able to affect change at a larger level. And now, Um, after last year working at the United States Military Academy at West Point, uh, I was able to bring that original Bina 48 robot out to see how cadets would respond. And the cadets talked a lot about how they saw advantages to having AI because we're smarter together. And they said, wow, it'd be so cool if I had a way to have like a a robot or an avatar on my my phone that had all the learning I had at West Point. Or before I go over to Afghanistan or somewhere, I could go back to this robot that I learned with and she could help me or he can help me or whatever version you wanna have the avatar in, be able to help me remind me of how I learned and what I learned about. And so that really inspired me last year to say, you know what, I'm gonna go full-fledged on this and really fortunate to have come out of West Point and have a group of, of international engineers, software people and artists say here, um, Dr. Barry, we got this robot, it's a little over $40,000 uh, go make this kind of new teacher dream you have uh, come to reality. And that's what we've been doing this year. So we just taught at USC live for two hours on Zoom where she taught with me and we taught over at United States Military Academy online about Ender's Game and I've been doing middle schools and getting ready to do a middle school in uh, Florida. And uh, just really excited about this work and, and have no idea uh, how how it's going to go <laughs> other than this is, a I think, a worthwhile, meaningful Experiment in uh, how we can be smarter together with AI and, and starting from an ethical framework.
0: No, this is so inspiring. Like I said, it's like you only grow when you have these novel experiences. You talked about uh, Asimov. It's like, you know, Elon Musk, I never really I was into fiction books. I, I, I didn't really start liking to read, frankly, until after I graduated college. But and most of it's nonfiction and business and leadership. But when Elon was saying how when he was growing up, and Elon, obviously, Elon Musk is one of the most inspiring in the world, I had a chance to interview him. but He actually said that he used to love reading fiction books. And what you're talking about, it seems like science fiction, but it's not now. But to know that you literally have this robot that you're working with now, the science fiction no longer is science fiction, but just to imagine what else, like I said, as you're talking, I'm like, whoa, this is so cool. You know, like everything, like they talk about the the internet of everything, right? Everything's connected. And you sharing this story of you working with this robot and also you're an educator too, because you know I meet a lot of people like really, oh, they're tech this, they're tech this CEO that, but you're one of the first people as an educator, Billy, really, that you're talking about AI in education. It's not just about money. So I just really feel that your conversation is so refreshing and so inspiring. And so I hope our listeners know that you are a great example of someone that is taking this cutting-edge technology with a compassionate heart and ethics and education and really bringing it to the world. So Kudos to you, I applaud you for all, what you do. Billy, how can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about what you do?
1: Well, one thing you can do is, uh, if you ever have time to watch the show Star Trek Picard, you'll get a great idea of what we're trying to do. If you're, if you're a Star Trek fan, Captain Picard and Data are the two things that we, we do learn from oh, science fiction. Yeah, yeah, So if you watch the show, you know Star Trek, uh, Captain Picard is now an AI being. He's no longer, he dies and he becomes an AI. And it raises a lot of questions about artificial intelligence. So And and Data has two daughters, Soji and Daj, played by Issa Briones. And so we've been downloading a lot of information from that show specifically about uh, values. So Star Trek Next Generation and Star Trek Picard. So that's been a big deal to use Gene Roddenberry's work and right now uh, the work for Star Trek. So that, that helps to get an idea where we're getting the values from. But at the end of the day... Uh, if you just take a look at um, uh, with Dr. William Berry and, and Maria Bott, or if you look at Dr. William Berry, robot, first robot professor, you'll see the work we're doing. And uh, I invite people that, uh, you know, business or uh, schools, if you're looking to have a speaker or have uh, kids, you know, open up a discussion about AI and how it can be something that we can ethically go forward to make the world better. Love to have a conversation with you.
0: Awesome. Dr. Billy Barry, thank you so much for your time today. You've really inspired me and hopefully you inspire all of our guests around the world. Have a great day. Thank you,
1: Chris. You inspired me. Uh, your, Your history and what you're doing is fantastic. So you're an inspirational person. It's an honor to be with you today.
0: Thanks. Have a great day.
1: Thanks, Chris.